Hello, my name is John, and this is our first episode of Laura and Legends Homeschool Adventures Guild. Today we're going to talk about Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering is a multiplayer card game that has been around for almost 30 years. The object of the game is to be the last player with life and cards remaining. Each card has a type, such as land or mana, creatures, instants, and sorceries. Within these cards, you can discover the lore of Magic the Gathering. Each expansion pack, which is a series of cards that creates a new world within the multiverse, has new cards and mechanics. The expansion we will be discussing today is called War of the Spark. War of the Spark's location is Ravnica. Ravnica is the plane of opportunity and has 10 guilds. We will cover the guild Boros, located in a gigantic floating coliseum called the Legion 2. When my brother first told me about this, I was like, who came up with this? Also, I do not believe you. Then he literally typed in the name on his computer and just said, do you believe me now? My jaw hit the floor. <laughs> if it could, it would. We will cover their leader. Is six foot two, red haired, strongest archangel, arch, archangel. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tongue twister. Archangel Aureliella. Her wingspan is over six feet. She has glowing red eyes and a fiery right fist. Is there a reason why she has a fiery right fist? She received it after defeating a 15-foot-tall black-horned demon with a screech capable of turning opponents completely mad. A screech that could turn you completely mad? Well then, two questions. Does the fist itself have some type of magical element? And what does being the leader of Boros Guild entail? The fist can be used to jettison around the field as a catapult and does massive fire damage. As a leader, she must manage all the guards in the city and is responsible for keeping the city safe from crime. Honestly, it sounds kind of like a boring job. Day to day, you are correct. But when a giant godlike dragon rolls into town, it becomes a whole lot more interesting when you get to finally use your wings after sitting at your desk job for a couple of years. <laughs> so how does Boros patrol? Um, Boros patrols by land, sea, and sky, which is their main function to kind of look around and look for threats. Ooh. And if the people, if they ever find a threat, they're going to notify central control mm -hmm. using mind magic. Oh. And they are going to then pursue that threat. Got it. So how does a person or a creature become a member of this guild? They sign up for military training camp, which is kind of like what you did. If you did not know, my mom did, was in the Marines for a good 15 years. They have very high attrition rate or people quit during 
during this two months long training. Afterwards, they get assigned a mentor to complete specialized weapon training. At completion of Wolf's training, they become a member of Boros. So, one, we had a learning moment. I was in the Marine Corps for 10 years, not 15. Don't be adding years to my age. Okay. All right. But in regards to Boros, does that guild have any enemies? Demir is essentially the Assassin's Guild, so that's the arch enemy of Boros. Mm. Then their second enemy is Izzet. It's more concentrated with weapon development than people, and has blown up mountains, causing landslides and endangering people, which the purpose of Boros is to protect the people. So you can see where there's a clash with both. Mm. Izzet sounds like they're overachievers. What was the main accomplishment of the Boros Guild? Boros, led by Aurelia, helped to defeat Nico Bolas, who was trying to reascend the godhood. Reascend the godhood. Um, so is this Bolas guy, uh, is he good or bad? Bad. He's a planeswalker that lost his godhood after the Allspark was damaged. The Allspark is made up of energy that can be used to teleport to other planes. Each planeswalker had to give up a portion of their power after the Allspark was damaged. Bolas plotted against the planeswalkers to steal their energy to regain the portion of power that he had to give up. Unlimited power! Well, apparently limited power. Limited. Power does weird things to people in fantasy. Well, and in real life. What is the next lore that we will be discussing on this channel? It will be Nora's Mythology, and the episode after that will be our second guild, the Silencia Conclave. Thank you for listening to our first episode of Lore and Legends. If you're interested in hearing more, subscribe to our podcast. You can follow Homeschool Adventures Guild on our Facebook or on or follow us on Instagram at Homeschool Adventures Guild and on TikTok at HS Adventures Guild. Our next podcast episode will be uh, Games Guild. We will be discussing the game Betrayal at Baldur's Gate by Avalon Hill and Wizards of the Coast. This exploration cooperative game incorporates three elements. The D&D universe, the popular D&D city of Baldur's Gate, and the game mechanics of Betrayal at House on the Hill. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And I think my co-host is broken. Oh, it could be. Bye, guys. Have a great day. Have a nice time.